0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Trista, can you please keep your inside voice for this impending interview? Yes? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. That's the quietest I've heard you all night. On the Roman guest line, we are joined by Benny. Richiardi of FTN and Benny. Um, I'm sorry for it. It's kind of like when you haven't cleaned the house and you have a guest over, and you're just like, "Oh my God, it's a mess." I hope you just just ignore the dirt in the corners and the uh the uh the trash has been dumped. Here, it's just people yelling and screaming because we're sweating out. I'm bets. sorry, Benny, Benny. How are you doing, sir? Sorry, Benny.
1: <laughs> and listen, yelling and screaming at people sweating out bets is what I do best. So that's how I feel right at home right now.
0: Well, as long as you understand what we're going through here.
2: Do you know what's happening, Benny? What's going on? Uh, Heat were 10.5 point favorites. Uh, They're up currently nine. Tyler Harrow raked across his arm inexplicably. No call. Uh, Pistons ball. No idea why they score. Now it's seven instead of 11. So the math just don't make no sense. The math just don't make no sense.
1: Hey, listen, I got the game on on the TV in the background right here. I played. uh, Oh, I saw what happened. I agree with you. I'm on the same side. I played Kyle Lowry over seven assists, so that last alley-oop right there to Bam Adebayo paid that off for me, so I'm a happy guy anyway. Nice,
0: Benny. I was also on, uh, me and Ryan, we were on uh, Jeremy Grant over four-and-a-half rebounds and that hit because he's sitting at seven, and that's what we like to call a winner. Give it to him, Ryan.
3: Uh, Benny, I saw when you uh, tweeted out your appearance. Sorry, I had to jump in here really quick because I saw that you said we're crazy for wanting to bet on the Lions on Turkey Day. That's my leg of the parlay. And I, uh, especially if Jared Goff, I know it sounds disgusting. I know he's going to average about three yards per attempt, but I like the Lions in this spot, man. So that's my play. Why am I crazy?
1: All right. So let me try to talk you guys yeah. out of this here, right? So the Lions are six and four against the spread this year, which is very good for a team that and 0-9-1 on the season, right? But you guys will probably all remember the last time everybody wanted to bet on the Lions, and that was against the Philadelphia Eagles a couple weeks ago, and that did not work out very well. So let me go a little bit deeper into this for you guys. The Lions have been a big underdog in most of their games this year. There's been three games this year where the Lions have been an underdog of three or three and a half points so far. One was against the Eagles. We know how that turned out. One was against the Bengals. One was against the Bears. Again, four losses against the spread for the Lions this year. Three of those four losses have been in games that were either a three or a three and a half point spread. The Lions cover when it's 10, 11, 12 points. The Lions do not cover when it is three. The Chicago Bears are going to cover this game and win it.
2: Speaking of the Eagles, Benny, uh, Eagles have inexplicably won three of four. Uh, Nick Sirianni is actually employing the whole establish the run philosophy, which he probably should have done in the beginning of the season before Miles Sanders got injured. Uh, I don't think anyone tabbed them to be near 500 at this point in the season, especially how bad they looked early on. Uh, Do you think that they can make a surge for a playoff spot? Take your Philly hat off and Put your uh, betting journalist
1: hat on. Oh, can they make a surge? I mean, it is is a pretty weak division right there, but I don't think they're going to wind up doing it. Although I will say this. I do think that they're going to wind up beating the Giants and covering that number as well. I would have liked it to be a three. I would have been a lot happier if it was a three. I'm pretty sure it's sitting at three and a half over here on BetMGM. So I don't want to make it an official bet because I don't want to lay you know, give up that extra half point right there. But, you know, the Giants looked so bad last so night. Bad. And I don't see any way they're going to, yeah, I don't see any way they're going to bounce back in a couple of days. The Eagles have the momentum. They're playing well. And especially at this point in the season, you know, you can't look at the whole season as a whole. You have to look at it as, you know, four or five game stretches. And right now, the Eagles are in one of those really good four game stretches at the moment. So I expect them to continue that against the Giants.
0: Benny, um, one team that we're looking at, I guess specifically me, is this game between the Saints and the Buffalo Bills. I'm yeah. on the over 46-and-a-half, and you know it's always a bad feeling when you're on a total in the over, and then you check back, and the total has gone down, and it's, <laughs> it's also juice to the under at that when it, after it goes down, but here we are. I'm, I'm just banking on the Buffalo Bills to get their offense back going. I know they don't run the freaking ball. I mean, we all know they don't run the ball, but at some point I think Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and those weapons start to connect a little bit in your humble opinion, what is going on with the Buffalo Bills offensively? And also, what are you, what's your feel on this game? Five and a half seems like a, a large spread against the Saints team that is just such a wild card.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at Buffalo right now. I wish I had an answer. I wish Buffalo probably wishes I had an answer to what's going on with them <laughs> right now. I don't think anybody really knows. But, you know, the good thing about this game for the Buffalo Bills is We know they can't run the football, and it doesn't matter against the Saints because the Saints are a team you don't want to be running the football against anyway. So they're going to try to go to the air. They're going to try to throw the ball in this game. And, you know, that's really what Buffalo's strength is here. I'll tell you what, if you really want a crazy bet for this game, this is one that I put in today over on BetMGM, one that I like a lot. Josh Allen, two rushing touchdowns here. Because you know that they're not going to be able to run the ball any other way than dropping back into the passing and you know maybe he winds up scrambling out there and getting into the end zone. So if you like the over and you like a lot of points for Buffalo in this game, I like Josh Allen to get in the end zone twice here. You're getting over ten to one on this bet here. A nice little something to end off the uh, Thursday night Turkey Day slate.
3: Uh, Benny, one interesting game is the Browns taking on the Ravens and the Browns have been a bit of a disappointment and they're all beat up And the Ravens. They hope to get Lamar Jackson back. They're going to be four point favorites now in this spot. I feel like with the four, I'm going to have to play Cleveland, even though I hate it. Uh, Your thoughts on that. And just like anything else that you absolutely love this weekend in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually with you on the Cleveland side of this. It's one of those hold your noses (laughs) and just, you know, take, take the points here because I do think that um, Baltimore deserves to be favored, but I don't have them favored by that many. I don't want to be on that side of the field goal here. So I'm with you on the Cleveland one. And honestly, you want to talk about my best bet for the week? For anybody who follows me and knows me out there, I am a huge New York Jets fan, right? You know, you grow up with the name Benny. I had my aunt singing Benny in the Jets to me. Benny and the you Jets. Know, I hope it was the uh, I hope it was
3: the Juliana Zobris version, the worst, but anyway, go on, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, listen, I found out today that Zach Wilson is going to be starting for the New York Jets today. So I ran, I didn't even walk. I ran to go get my phone <laughs> knocked over one of my, knocked over my six-year-old on the way there oh. to go get my phone to make sure I could get as oh, much money down me? on Houston under three points as I possibly could here today. The Houston Texans minus two and a half absolute lock this weekend against the New York Jets.
0: You hate Zach Wilson that much?
1: Zach Wilson was one of the worst things that the, <laughs> Jets, the Jets do this all the time. They do this all the time. Listen, you guys are smart. You Damn it, I have his rookie of the teams. year.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, you guys know. you guys know how winning football teams are built. You got to build out everything else, and then the rookie quarterback is the last piece you put in place there. The Jets keep going out and trying to grab the quarterback first and then trying to build around them, and it just doesn't work. They have sunk the careers of so many promising quarterbacks by going out there and doing this thing. Not that I think Mark Sanchez was all that great or Sam Darnold was all that great, but I would have taken either one of them as a rookie over what I've seen out of Zach Wilson so far. Zach Wilson is very, very bad. Mike White, Josh Johnson, these guys came in and threw for 300 yards with the exact same (laughs) weapons. That this guy has had for the first couple games and he couldn't even throw for two hundred yards in oh, some of those. Man. The Jets are gonna get pounded this weekend.
0: You know it's you know it's bad when the guy starts clapping his hands over the phone, like, Zach Wilson sucks. Let me tell you yep. why. Like I feel like my girl's popping yep. off on me over here. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Zach Wilson sucks. I'm sorry, babe. Um some more games we want to talk about. I think this is gonna be a good one. I'm looking right now at the wow, just like oh, Tampa Bay against the Indianapolis Colts. We were just talking about this before. You came on the show. The Colts, of course, have a great rushing offense, but I feel like we might be overvaluing them a little bit because of Jonathan Taylor. But what happens when Jonathan Taylor gets stifled even a little bit? You have to start putting more faith and trust into Carson Wentz. Now Carson Wentz is going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary, which absolutely stinks. Not as bad as Zach Wilson, but they do suck, and they're in, they have a lot of injuries. Buccaneers, after that win last night, three-point favorites. On the road, though, total 51-and-a-half. What are you doing in that game, if anything?
1: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm with you. I'm on the Tampa Bay side here. Tampa Bay's run D is really good. So they're going to be able – no one's going to stop Jonathan Taylor right. and, and the Colts. You're not going to completely shut them down. But, yeah they, are going to make, yeah, they are going to make it tough on them, which is going to put a lot more on Carson Wentz. You have Carson Wentz against Tom Brady in this game right now. So if you're down there in the fourth quarter and Tampa Bay gets a little bit of a lead, who do you feel more comfortable putting the, putting the ball in their hands to win the game? you feel more comfortable with Tom Brady going out there and making plays? Or do you feel more comfortable with Carson Wentz going out there? Right.
3: Uh, Carson Wentz? No, I'm kidding, of course.
2: I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like even with Vita Vea coming back, uh, I don't know that they're going to be able to I, – I, I don't know that the gonna number – He's going to run
0: all over that defense? Jonathan I think that Taylor? Jonathan
2: Taylor is going to be able to – do whatever he wants like especially since Carson uh, Carson Wentz has been using Jonathan Taylor as his security blanket we saw that the buck secondary is gettable uh you got Danny Dimes throwing successfully against them so yeah I think Carson Wentz has been serviceable enough to keep this game competitive it depends on what the number is it was at three it's now at two and a half I'd love it at three yeah we we
3: want the
1: three and a half
2: yeah that's what I want especially at the
1: if it's at two and a half, I like to have a bay even better now. I get the uh, the comfort of the field goal on my side. Hey, Benny,
3: since you uh, hate my Lions pick, let me, uh, <laughs> let me see if you have interest in this one. So a couple weeks back, I was all about the New England Patriots and the price is kind of boring now, but they're plus 550 to win the AFC. Thoughts on that one? I know everybody was hyping up the Bills, but the Bills don't look great right now. Uh, if you had to play anybody today to win the AFC, are you taking the boring price with the Chiefs now that they look all right? Or what do you think about the Patriots, man? That defense and Mac Jones looking good.
1: Yeah, listen, you know, it's it's a Belichick coach team, right? And the one thing that we've known about him for years and years and years are that his teams are always going to be better at the end of the season than they were at the beginning of the season. So he's got them playing really well right now. We I think we've seen him. It might have been about 20 years ago, but I think we've seen a pretty good Patriots defense win a Super Bowl with a young quarterback back there who, you know, understands his role. And that's what Mac Jones is doing really well right now. If you look at the passes that he's throwing, throwing a lot of short passes out of the backfield to – the running back throwing a lot of short passes to the tight ends out there. You know, he's not trying to do too much. He's playing within what he can do. He's letting the running game kind of help carry the offense. And the defense is going out there and, and, you know, doing what New England defenses have done for years and years and years right now. So I still think that's a pretty decent price on them right there. They are in the driver's seat here. Heck, if you don't like uh, Buffalo to win this weekend, they could even go up like a full game or a game. I think they're up a half a game. They'd be up a game and a half on Thursday if Buffalo winds up losing that game. So I'm on board with the New England pick. I don't think it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid of uh, Belichick and any halfway decent team at this point in the season. Benny, thank you so much for joining us, man. And I'm trying to, hey, I'm going to try to talk you into it once again. Head over to BetMGM. You could tell us on the turkey leg parlay. Turkey
2: I, leg parlay. I know the over plus is probably 600. a
0: stretch. And, you know, rooting for the fighting Dan Campbells is always emotional because he's always crying. But we see value, and it got boosted to plus 600. Thank you so much, Benny, for joining the show, big dog. Oh, anytime,
1: man. You guys, you guys got my number if you ever need me again. We will.
0: Oh, we definitely will. Uh, can you do Thanksgiving for all, all of us? <laughs> kidding. Halfway kidding.